Welcome. My name is Doug Simcox, and this is Beyond the Shoots. New York has been part of rodeo for more than 60 years. Today is Sunday, May 7, 2023, and we are talking with my co-host, Sam Swearingen, about last night's PBR Velocity Tour Finals Round 2, the championship round in the 2023 PBR Velocity Tour Champion. And we'll be following up on Sam's predictions from Saturday. And we will also ask him to make more predictions for the upcoming PBR World Finals. Sam, how are you on this Sunday? I'm never better, Doug. How are you? I am good. I am good. Um, we got we got a bit delayed. You had a horse that you had to run to the vet. How is the horse? Oh, I think she'll be just fine. It just got a puncture wound in her neck and a uh, really good bred young horse that I bought. And, if it had been a bronc, I wouldn't have thought twice, but uh, right. <laughs> these ones aren't as tough as those ones are. Okay. Well, I hope the horse is better, and uh, uh, Sunday runs to the vet can be a bit expensive. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what he said. Too bad it didn't happen Monday. <laughs> right. And you said, well, we can pretend it's Monday, but he didn't yeah. buy it. He didn't buy it. <laughs> Yeah, didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. All right, let's get into this. So first and foremost, how is Dalen feeling after his ride last night? Well, um, everybody knows about as much as I do. He looked sore when that bull was jerking him down over the shoulder there. That put a lot of pressure on that groin. And I texted him this morning. I didn't want to bother him last night. And I assumed he was sleeping because somebody else is probably driving on Dalen, mm, mm. but uh, okay, <laughs> he, okay. He, I haven't heard anything back, so okay. uh, it sure did look sore, but hopefully it just, and it's going to get that way if it gets stretched. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that's all it did, it's stretching out, getting it in riding shape and yeah. ready to go. Yeah, yeah, and the good news is, the good news, the bright side, if you will, is that um, teams don't start until Cheyenne, which is the end of July. Yeah, the good news and bad news. The bad news is he didn't make the world finals. Exactly. Uh, but it, it, yes, it wasn't meant to be. You know, mm -hmm. if he's sore, the good news is he doesn't have to get on. If he's hurt, well, that's a whole other story. For but, sure. Uh, I think he's just sore because, uh, yeah. Okay. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Okay. So some headlines, Sam, from last night. Uh, Frost, Josh Frost, wins the 2023 Whiskey Velocity Tour Championship, which pays fifty thousand, and his and his take for the weekend was almost fifty five thousand. Any any thoughts on Josh and how his weekend came together? Um, well, it it worked out for him to win the fifty thousand, and that's good. I think he's probably disappointed in his riding, but. Uh, he had, he did what he had to do, and that's what winners do. Absolutely. So, you know, he bucked off the first evening, to your point, and then last night he rides Simp of the Ferris Cattle Platinum Bull Company for 86 and three quarters, which advances him to the championship round. So those points in that second round were very, very important to him. And then, of course, in the finals, in the championship round, he bucks off Haywire at 7.3 seconds. Uh, another cowboy that had a great weekend, Joe A., uh, Lucas Campos. He wins the Velocity Tour Finals, pockets 37000 in winnings for the weekend. Had a great weekend. Um, really rode his last bull 
outstanding. I thought just made a whale of a nice bull ride in your short belt. Really good. Absolutely. So, and then it says Claudio Montoya Jr., Dawson Branton, and Nick Tetz, Canadian bull rider, earned the final five berths to the 2023 World Finals. So we're going to watch those Cowboys next weekend as they open up. Uh, Edna Caminas, 47 years old, what a finals, 2002 PBR champion, places second at the finals, rides two bulls, earns $19,000 for the finals. Uh, I, I love this young man, the way he rides, his attitude. Um, Got to give him a lot of credit. Just amazing. Just amazing. It, it, it's unbelievable at that age to to still be healthy enough to ride any of these bulls. You know, it, it's just phenomenal because, you know, once you reach 35, that really your reflexes start to slow. Yes, he's not the bull rider he once was, but he's better than 90% of the people out there across the world. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And and uh, we'll be watching him, I believe, at the, at the finals as well next weekend. Uh, let's follow up on some we talked about yesterday, some of the Cowboys we are following, of course, Northeast and, and, and so forth. Uh, Dalen, uh, last night he got on uh, Red River. Uh, of course, that is the Sellers Bucking Bulls. Um, great bull, 7.99 seconds, 0. 0.01 seconds, one one hundredths of a second, Sam. Crazy. Talk about his ride, please. Well, uh, first off, Red River laid down in the chute, and he got a re-ride. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Yep, I do remember yep. that. Yep. Yeah, And I don't know what bull was the re-ride. Okay. One of the things I like most about the PBR is the instant replay. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. love it. Mm -hmm. It takes the guesswork out. If UTBs, when they put the clock up there and show it, it, it just, now they're, it, it, you get to see it in real time, what's going on, just like the judges do. Now, they did that once last night with one rider. Mm -hmm. Everybody else, they just did it behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And wasn't meant to be if Dalen didn't make the eight seconds, you know, but I, I would have loved to see where the clock, if you, if you ever tried to stop a stopwatch yeah. by pushing it to the hundred, it's hard to do it much faster than seven one hundredths of a second. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, to push it with, you know, with quick reflexes and do it, it's hard to do it much less than seven hundred ones of a second. Yeah. So, it, I would love to seen it because I didn't think there was a doubt in my mind when mm -hmm. when he wrote. But hey, they're the judges. That's what it is. And the Lord had a plan. He didn't want Dale and getting on next week. So okay. so be it. So yeah. be it. Yep. All right. We will we will absolutely absolutely accept that. Um, so let's shift then to Josh Frost. He got. He went on a bull or rode a bull simp of the Ferris uh, Cattle Platinum Bull Company. Good bull. What would you make of his ride? I thought he had a great ride. I thought he was going to be like two points more. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I thought he was really in contention to win the round. Um, but he, he he did what he had to do, and it worked out. And you know, bull turned back away from his hand, and he just kept moving around there. And, you know, at once I thought he was bucked off, and he jumped 
turned loose, jumped right in the middle of them. And for you young guys out there, turning loose when you think you're getting bucked off is the best thing to do. Yeah. Because you will not outpower them. There's no way. Yeah. So. Exactly. Uh, let me back up to Dalen. And I would like you to break, break. We got caught up in the 7.99 second ride. Break down mm -hmm. his ride. What did you see? What did you think? Um, and then I'll ask you a question after that. But, but break it down, if you would, please. Well, uh, Bull jumped out and turned back into his hand and really had Dalen beat around the corner pretty right there at the start. I thought he was going to buck him off. Mm -hmm. And then Dalen turned loose and jumped in the middle. I said, okay, it's all over now. Mm -hmm. And then the Bull mm -hmm. kind of backed up and pulled Dalen down over his front shoulder. And he uh, sat back up. Just like we are talking yesterday, he was breaking at the uh, stomach, at the hips, instead of pushing up. And reaching forward, that mm -hmm. bull just had, it must have felt like somebody had a string around your neck and just pulling you right down because when you're on them and they do that, that's how it feels. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but he sat back up and rode him, and then right at the whistle, it uh, pulled him down over the front again. Mm -hmm. And that's when they called him for the slap, I guess. So, so let's give him, let's give a tie to the runner. Let's say it's eight seconds. What do you score him? And and the question is, what do you score him, and does he make the championship round? He definitely makes the championship round, and uh, 87 to 89, depending on how they give him points for spurring one. Because he did turn loose and spurred him a couple times there pretty good. You bet. You know, when I first watched it, it didn't look that good, but when they, they played it back, I thought, oh, that bull really bucked, you know, that, that was, that was pr really pretty good, so. Yeah. yeah, excellent, excellent. All right, thank you for that. Um, let's, we talk a little bit about Grayson Cole, also, Fredonia, Pennsylvania, got on a bull called Marciano. Uh, I thought he started a great ride. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be over. You know, he rode him about five seconds. It was sat right in the middle of the bull. Really kept getting stronger and stronger. And, uh, you know, nothing Grayson shouldn't have rode, but uh, that's the way it goes. Really, Grayson's right at knocking on the door to cut loose and do great things, I think. He, he's just getting so much more confidence. And it's coming. It's exactly. coming. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you for that. Um, another cowboy, Carlo Garcia, uh, an original Hardway Bull Riding Association member. Uh, he had Axel Surgent last night, Halpane Bucking Bulls. Uh, you had predicted, I believe, uh, he'd be 86 points. He made 86 and a quarter. Talk about Gar uh, Carlo. Yeah. Carlos made a nice ride. Did, did his basics just right. Did everything he needed to do. Yeah, I was very proud of him. He didn't didn't get his head picked up and uh, kept it right in the middle and just rode him square. Just rode him and looked it looked really easy for Carlos. When he kept his head there and kept moving around there, it looked really easy. Yep. So yeah, outstanding. I would agree. Outstanding. I'm I'm uh, tickled to see him have the kind of finals he did there. Wonderful, wonderful job. Um, so let's uh, let's back up a little bit then. Uh, yesterday, during our sa uh, Saturday predictions, I asked who would win, who wins ra uh, second round. Uh, of course, you said Dalen, 7.99, I do believe. Could we say, yeah, he'd have won second round? 
What's your what's your thoughts? If he got that tenth of a second or that one hundredth of a second. One hundredth of a second. <laughs> takes me longer to say one hundredth of a second than the bull ride takes. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you took up about two seconds there saying one hundredth of a second. Yeah. It is so minute that, uh, it, yeah, it is what it is. He, yeah, he could have won the round. Yeah. Easy is very, you know, yeah. and that's just as when they went to the clock mm-hmm. on it, Colton walked in, and I said that Dalen just rode, and I think he'll be winning the round. Wonderful. And then they put him on the clock and uh, and uh, did that. and. So I, that's what I said to Colton. I said, I think he'll be winning around. I'm a little biased, too. I can't I, say, you know, no. it comes into it. I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm pretty, pretty try not to be, but, uh, I, yeah, it no, comes out. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. And it leads me into my second question, because if you remember, Bucks off the first bowl. I then asked, if two bulls will win the finals, you said, no, you got to ride three. Well. I think if anybody wants to make money, yes. just go the opposite of my prediction, <laughs> and they will be rich. Okay. Because nothing I predicted was right. I, and, and going to that, the bulls the first day were very sluggish, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yesterday they bought. They bought. You know, I don't know what, and that happens from time to time. You know, yeah. uh, it was hot. It took it out of them. What I don't know, but they were very sluggish the first day overall. Mm-hmm. Now, not all of them, but overall, they were just sluggish. And yesterday, they were they were at their game time, and they bucked a lot better. And, yep, nobody rode three bulls, and that really, really surprised me. Yeah, it did me, too. It did me also. Um, so then we asked, I asked, okay, who wins the finals? You said Vitor Losnacki. Now... To be fair, he had a heck of a bull, Pickle Moonshine. We saw Cooper Davis, of course, Carolina Cowboy team member, rode him during team season for 91 and three-quarters points. And when I I when I when picked him to win the finals, I did not know what bull he had. Okay. And when, when he was getting ready, when I was watching, I seen what bull, and I knew the bull then. I said, oh, boy, this will be a test. But if he rides them, we're good because he okay. will. He'll be right there to win the final. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, and he he's he started a good bull ride. He turned. He was bucked off, turned loose, jumped in the middle. But that bull just gives you no no reason to just hang on. He yeah. he will test you completely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right, so some predictions still to be determined. Uh, if Stetson is not going to declare for the draft, we got to see what's coming. That's your prediction that he's not going to declare, and your prediction is Sage Kimsey will will declare. Uh, I don't believe there's been any uh, news on either of those fronts yet, have there? Not that I've heard. Okay. So as we get into our show next week, when we start talking about the PBR World Finals, uh, we'll keep these on our list, okay? Um, okay? And before we jump off teams, while we're on team and drafts, do you have any other team predictions? Any, any other folks that might come out, that um, trades that might be possible, anything you're hearing? I have heard that 
they are in some trade negotiations in the works. Um, don't know any more than that because okay. they they keep that stuff so close to the vest, you sure. know, and they should, yeah. and they should, yeah. and it could be just somebody that was talking and said, well, they're going to try to trade up, you know, okay. but uh, okay. everybody's going to try to trade up. Sure. <laughs> they're going to sure. try what they can, whether they can get it done or not. It's another story. Sure. But, sure. Uh, and one of the things we saw last night, or I'm sorry, last season, it isn't just your protected roster, right? It isn't just your top five. You better have a decent bench that can step in at any moment. And that is probably with every sport. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you got a good bench, you've got a good team, especially in bull riding, I guess you should say, because the <laughs> injury level is so high. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So here's a question. I'm going to pose this. Um, so Sage Kimsey and we know we, Sage Kimsey may come out. Josh Frost, we know, is already declared. Is it possible for the Carolina Cowboys or any team to land both? Kimsey and Frost. Is it possible? Yes. Mm-hmm. Highly, highly, highly unlikely. Okay. Okay. How, how would you work that? Because it, you know, Carolina Cowboys, I think, are the only team that has two picks in the first round. Right. Right. And nobody's going to leave either one of them until fifth. Right. Right. You know. Uh, so, no, unless somebody, it would have to be Carolina because they're going to take one of the two. Out of Yep. would imagine yep. uh, to get traded up that high and who would who would let one of those guys go yeah and it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna cost you probably a bull rider and probably probably some draft picks right it's gonna cost you something to be able to deal up that high well and, and let's face it, it it's kind of like any other draft mm-hmm. um, once you get past the third round you are throwing darts at the board and not to say that not, especially in football and all that, the great, a lot of the great guys that come out of the lower rounds, but you don't know. Right. To, so to try to trade for those lower rounds, it doesn't make as much sense. Right. You, you know what I mean? Right. For sure. Uh, for sure. Yep. All right. Then let's shift to your other final prediction yesterday. Uh, <laughs> Got to talk about it. Kentucky Derby. You said... Number four, confidence Number game. Four horse. Yeah. yeah. Went off at 20 to one, right? Finished 10th. Yeah. Finished 10th. Wonderful prediction. But, but hey, wait a minute. But if you watched it, if yes. you watched the race. Yes. I, well, I know you watched it. Yes. When he came around there and they started on the final stretch, a hole opened up. I said, now go. Yeah, absolutely. Now go. Yes. It was it was his race to win. It yes. was wide. I said, look at that. And he did. He went. Yes. Backwards. <laughs> he flew by him like yeah. he was backing up. Yeah. It was like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really did. When he come around that pole like that, I said, look at here. There's his opportunity. I'm going to look like a genius. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just so well, you know, because of your tip, and the, you said that's the horse, I did put money on, on confidence game. Okay. Oh. I did bet. But we also had bets on tap at Trice, which which we figured at least top two, if not top, you know, if, if not winning right. it, finishes seventh. Yeah. So yeah, and it the, was a strange race. It it was, and Madge right, uh, fifteen to one, uh, only one win in his career to that point. 
And, and the second one was huge. <laughs> and the second one was huge. And, you know, they talked about there weren't really a lot of long shots in it, in this race, as far as odds go. And they attribute that to last year's winner, Rich Strike, who went off at 80 to 1. So more gambling towards the longer odds. So that uh. would bring those odds down just a bit. Um, and, and for the record, last year, if you bet $2 on the nose, uh, it would have paid $163.60. Not a bad return on the money. Not a bad return on the money. Um, so let's, uh, let's, let's move on to our next topic, which is the PBR World Finals, of course, Fort Worth, Texas, Dickey's Arena. Uh, two weekends, a total of eight rounds. Starts May 12th, runs through the 14th. That's this next weekend. And then has the week off, and we come back on the 18th through the 21st. Leaderboard is tight. I will say leaderboard is tight. Looking at the numbers, Kaiki Pacheco's in the lead. Of course, Jose Bidor Lemmy's only 74 points behind. When I look at the top 10, Daniel keeping in the 10th position is 545 points off the lead. The reason I bring that up is a brand new points system this year. And I don't know if you've had an opportunity, Sam. To, to study this yet, but here is, I'll, I'll lay some things out. Each round winner wins 80 points. The event winner, the finals winner, collects 560 points. That's already 640 points, and your top 10s, uh, what did I say, 530 points spread. New this year, the rider is also going to earn points for their ride scores. So if, if I ride a 70 Basically, the 80-point ride, I'm going to earn 7 points per ride. 80 to 90 points gets me 8 points. 90 to 100 gets me 9 bonus points. And then should a rider register 8 90-point rides, he'll earn an additional 72 points. I sat down, did a spreadsheet, 8 round wins, win the finals, point bonuses, and I said, what if I'm just in that 80 to 90 point range, don't even get any 90 point rides, I'm going to have, uh, there's 1,264 points I could pick up uh, from from that kind of performance. So, uh, amazing amount of points. Amazing amount of points. So, here's the question. Here's a prediction. Does anyone make eight 90 point rides and earn that 72 points? For the for the year, does anyone well, make that? Yes. Well, this may be the one prediction I think I get right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, no one will make eighty eight ninety point rides. No way. Uh, I, I'm pretty much sure. You know, I might get this one correct, but uh, now it, it. I think it's wonderful that they're given points out for better rides yeah yeah not just placing that the pbr is so groundbreaking on so many things it's because they can right they're not an association yeah where the governing body is the people that you can't make a decision you got to go through hoops and hoops and hoops here they can sit down at or meeting and say, okay, what do we do to make this more exciting for the people who are sitting in the stands? Yeah. Because we, we want a winner yeah. race. 
at the finals. That's what they want. You bet. Is the race at the finals where it can be determined. They do not want to come in there with somebody got it sewed up by the third round. That takes away all the glimmer and grant, you know, everything. You bet. So, you bet. And, and, and to that point, it's almost like a reset of a season. And what I mean by that is this. Kaiki Pacheco, after all the events have been held, he has 980 points. And you can win 1,200 at the final? Yeah, almost 1,300. If you were to, if you were to get that 72-point bonus for the 90s, first off, you're going to get more than the 64 points because you're, you're, you're going to get uh, the nine bonus points for the rides. You're going to be upwards of 1,500 points. is available up for grabs at this final. What do the, I know the average, to win the average is 500 and some points, correct? Uh, 560 points to win. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, let me back up. Uh, yes, 560 points. 560 points to win the finals. Now, what is the points for second, do you know? I, I did go that far. I, I got close. I got this spreadsheet, dude. And I was starting to look at all the different scenarios and how would they, who would they? <laughs> well, I'm just wondering, you know, if, because that'll make the race if, yeah. uh, if, if you get 560 if you win the finals, but if it's 460 to win second yeah. Yeah. on down the line, that keeps the race interesting. Or is it? Kind of like the money goes at the UTV events, you know. First, might pay thirty thousand, and then it dropped to, you know, 15, twelve thousand per thousand, second. Sure, I don't know what it is, but you know, it cuts about in half. Yep. Fifteen is probably closer. Yeah. So, does the points go that way? Does it go from five sixty to two eighty? I think or, I I think I hear a challenge for more statistics. I will okay. <laughs> next time we talk, right? As we get ready for the PBR World Finals, the next time we talk, I will have the answer to that. Okay. Okay. Good. And if I spend like 2 days, I'll probably have every scenario of how the top 12 could make a run at this. Cuz yeah, that's the accountant in you well, coming out. Well, you got to remember, you got to remember um Thir certainly 1300 points available if you have it all right but but you to your point if i'm second in a round win right i play second in all the rounds if i yeah if i if i were to get a few a couple 90 point rides i mean it's going to be really interesting and uh i'm going to need an actuary to figure out exactly all the different combinations but and i'm uh, going to need that dictionary yeah. to know what you're talking about because <laughs> i don't know those words <laughs> oh i will get my stats book back out you know i took it twice in college uh <laughs> the second time barely better than the first time and i said when will i ever use this and if they'd only said when you're talking to sam and predictions if they'd only said uh, that to me yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that, then you would have studied harder <laughs> i would have studied harder all right so here's another prediction I need to know okay. who are you picking to win the championship? I've looked at it and flipped it up around and turned it sideways and flipped it over and because I wanted to go with a different prediction than this. Mm -hmm. I really wanted something different, but mm -hmm. uh, I say it's Jose. I, okay. I do not see a way, you know, and, and freak things can happen, but uh, mm -hmm. I didn't want to pick the same as everybody else's. Okay. I say it's Jose wins another million. 
So so then by default, does he win the finals? He almost has to win the finals, I should think, or it's going to be super, super close. Well, I don't think he wins anything by default. I think he wins it by winning. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I've given my reasons why I picked Jose yeah. to win. Yeah. One, you know, he, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> great. Right. Not just good. He's right. great. Right. Let's face it. Um, two, he played the game, I think, extremely, extremely smart. And I could be wrong about this, but he sat home and his groin was sore and he sat there and watched everybody keep going and not getting far ahead of him, you know, not knowing what points were made at the finals. I think he's got it, knows exactly what went through fifth pays for points. <laughs> and uh, he sat there and watched all these guys get beat up and banged up and he kept healing up and said, okay, um, I'll come back to the last one. I'm feeling good and he just really looks in great shape and not sore mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think he wins everything because he's just healthier than everybody else in the field. Yeah. Yeah. And rides as good oh. as everybody else in the field. Absolutely. You know, and arguably rides better than everybody else in the field, you know. And, and you know, it's bull riding though. You right, know, it's like right. last year when if you would have, when he got on safety meeting, when I heard what he had, I was sitting in the stands and I heard what he had and I kind of sank down in the seat and, you know, he sets around wind all day long mm-hmm. and he actually falls off and gets stepped on and gets hurt. Right. You know, right. That's boy, the handicappers would really have a rough time. Bull riding. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really rough. Yeah. But, uh, and that's my pick and I'll, you're going, to stay, go you're going to go with that. Yeah. So last time uh, we were at the World Finals, or two years ago when we were at the World Finals out in Vegas, we had the ability to bet. Um, yeah. So speaking of handicappers, are you going to see if you can find somebody that uh, will take some bets on this? Or I mean, you sound pretty confident, oh. Sam. Oh, um, <laughs> no, I don't know where you would bet out there. It took us first week to figure out how to bet. That's out. right. <laughs> and, that's right. And, when we did, we did well, though, didn't we? We did. We did. Now, to be fair, we had Mark Richmond on our side. Yeah. Well, I was getting fed information there. Yeah. 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 Uh, he, he might have somebody else, but Mark's kind of a little uh, guru of yeah. who's doing what, what they got, what the bull did. If it yeah. stumbled three times in its life or uh, Absolutely. <laughs> what it ate for breakfast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he lives it and breathes it and very knowledgeable. So, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So, so, um, I need another prediction. Uh, who do we watch? Who makes, now? Uh, you, you, you take, you've already taken care of, uh, of, of Jose. So he's, he's not in this question. He's not in the possible pool. Okay. Who do you watch? Who makes the biggest move in the points? Who, 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 who are you saying pay attention to? That's a very difficult question. Mm-hmm. Who makes the biggest move? Mm-hmm. There's always somebody from the back that makes a run. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this here's another prediction that, uh, and he just got in there. So I, I was going to go with Daniel Keefing, but mm-hmm. he's in the top 10. So that's not one way that I, I'll take Josh. Just to, Josh Frost. You know, because he's. Yeah. Sneaking in the back door, absolutely. And uh, he, 
when he can ride with them, he, he'll have to turn up his game from what he did this weekend, but uh, he is capable of that any day. So okay, um, I'll go with Josh. I, I'm going to make the most of his opportunity is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. It's not where you start, it's where you finish, right? Yeah. So here's another question. How much will the champion earn at this year's finals, including we know it pays a million dollars to win the championship, 300000 to win the finals, pays 35 a uh, thousand per round if you won all eight rounds the finals and the world it'd pay almost 1.6 million dollars so what's the total take the high money earner this year how much uh yeah what do you think the total take is we already know it's uh you believe it's jose so yeah what's the total take i believe jose will win right at 1.4 1.4 million yeah Okay. And, you know, the thing the world out there doesn't know, last year, Dalen won like 1.39. Right. You know, right at 1.4. And Dalen being Dalen, tighter than paint on a pipe. Right. We were, we were right there walking when he got his stuff. It says, I wonder if they'll pay me for that last round because I had a rewrite and I could have got on that bull and that paid 35000 He said, I was supposed to get on that rewrite and win that. You know, I, I yeah. might have won an extra thirty-five thousand. Absolutely, pay me for that. <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up because you say one point three nine. I'm like, yeah, but if he'd let him back on his re-ride, he'd have been up over one point four last year. You know, nobody knows what he had done on his re-ride for sure. He's pretty sore, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. but I, you know, I wouldn't have bet against him, especially that week. Oh no! When he put when he put his mind to it, he turn the whole thing around oh completely you know, it, completely it was just like it's my turn don't bother me don't talk to me i'm gonna just do what i'm supposed to do what god intended for me to do and i'm gonna do it yeah, absolutely so. and how neat the whole fam i mean there's so many the swearings and the phillips i mean just a big crowd traveled to fort worth to see him uh we were excited to be there it was so cool i got pictures of him you know, on the big screen, holding the big check, uh, just just so cool to, to watch that and be part of that. You know, uh, this year, they probably are going to look a lot lighter in the stance. Yeah, right. And this is no exaggeration. Yeah. There was probably over 100 people there yep. that came to watch Daylight. Absolutely. And people I didn't know that lived in our hometown. Right. They came to watch day and we met them outside, you know, they said, you know, we're from Leicester, New York. We're from Preferred. We're, and we, we just came to watch day Absolutely. And, uh, Absolutely. Said, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and not just the first week, there was some that came or the second week. There were some that came the first week that couldn't stay for the second. Absolutely. Week. Absolutely. I would dare say over a hundred yep. people. Yep family between the Swearingen and Phillips. Okay. So, so then here's a question. Uh, are you going to be, are you going to the finals? Are you running? Are you going to Fort Worth to, uh, to watch? Well, um, I would have gone both weeks if Dalen was here. For sure. For sure. Um, but I think I got to run home, take a horse up there to New York. To New York. Yeah. I got to, Bronco, I had the Futurities down here, and 
I got to breathe some air to him. So I'm going to run him up there. Okay. And uh, I'll probably come back down for the second week. We'll just plan it by here. Okay. Uh, and if I come down, I'll definitely go. Okay. The second week. I, I, I'd like to be there to go to the draft and watch that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. I would like that. And, uh, yeah, to be there for championship round. There's a, oh, a guy that Colton worked for, very nice man in Oklahoma that uh, made the NFR a couple times in the bull ride. Um, really, looking at the pictures, you know, he's won Houston. Really good guy, and he's mm -hmm. getting into a Hall of Fame oh, down wow. there at the same time. Oh, wow. Uh, Wow. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty neat. I, I, he might be going in the Texas Hall of Fame, but oh, uh, wow. Oh, wow. yeah, uh, okay. really super good guy. Uh, he liked Colton and working for him, but Colton moved on. So, right, uh, right, right. Yeah. So, so bridging back to the teams, and we talked a little bit about some predictions. I, I got to, I got to report out what I call the team effect. Uh, what I mean by that is um, certainly we cheer for Dalen and certainly we cheer for the Carolina Cowboys because Dalen's on the team, but good golly, if I don't pay attention to everybody that's on the team, Cooper Davis comes in in fourth place coming into the finals in the standings. Boudreau Campbell comes in seventh position and Winston Da Silva comes in in 14th. So there's a team effect, meaning on me, um, paying attention where the Carolina Cowboys bull riders are the team concept does what they're looking for i think mm -hmm. if you ever go to a team event live the hometown crowd really gets behind their team and now there's guys that you wouldn't even have paid attention to or wouldn't have known their name but now you're watching them in the individual events because they were on the team that you like yep and it yep. just it boils over into a good stew because <laughs> mm -hmm. now you're you're liking certain people and you're rooting for them, and it, it just it's a snowball effect that I think they're looking for. It yep. keeps more people interested. Yep. And the more we get interested, the more we're going to watch it. I uh, I've had some people talk about Dale and doing a parade of. New York, mm -hmm. Western, Preferred area. And mm -hmm. people, if you don't know, it's all one rural community. So yep. it, it's all kind of the same town. Uh, like my address is Preferred, but I live in the town of Leicester. So I it's see. all one thing. Yep. But if they came up there and I talked to the guy with the race car that takes that around, he said he'd bring it up. You know, yeah. that's what they want. They want people in different areas to meet these guys yep. and become lifelong fans. You bet. And it doesn't matter where you go up there. People talk about it. Yep. You know? So. And, and, and I think, I think that's the basis. Now, remember, PBR is celebrating its 30th year this year. And I think that's kind of the basis of their success and, quite frankly, what they set out to do. What I mean by that is if you're riding in the PBR, you're there for the weekend. So in other words, you can count on these cowboys being there for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
the PRCA, tougher thing to do. I may ride on, on uh, Friday night and, and you don't see me again. And, and what that gives is, I believe, that PBR fan connection that you're talking about. Easier to get with the media, easier to set up fan events, uh, that sort of thing. So 30 years they've been doing it. And, and see the teams come out like it did last year. Uh, I'm a fan of that. So 30 years. Yeah. And that not only did they do the contestants, they did the bulls, mm-hmm. you know, the animals. They, they, they marketed to selling the animals as well as the contestants. And yeah, the rodeo is at a detriment to the PBR because of that. You cannot advertise that Stetson Wright will be at your rodeo. You don't know. Yeah. You know, you know that Dalen Swearns is going to be at the UTB unless he's hurt. Right. You know, right. they're going to be there. And that that's huge, huge. So the marketing ability is, is fantastic. Absolutely. Way. Absolutely. So, so speaking of marketing, final prediction of the day. Who replaces Flint Rasmussen? <laughs> okay. Um, I think, uh-huh. and this is just a guess, uh, probably the front runner is Mike Merritt. Mike Merritt, but, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I predict it's going to be Brentson James. Okay. All right. Um, I just predict it. I know Brentson, you know, he basically did his first rodeos with us. Mm-hmm. Um, him and his father came up and worked, and they called Brentson Burgerhead, you know. I, I remember. Multi-talented in many ways. You know, really good trick roper, um, bundles of energy. You might want to grab them say, slow down a little <laughs> bit. You don't have to go so fast. Right, right, uh, right. But uh, just phenomenal talent and I think when they look at everything uh, not taking away from anybody else that they have in the mix I don't even know who they got or who they're thinking of but Brenton James he does the Canadian PPRs and mm-hmm. I, I think he'll be the next one Just, okay okay I, I don't want to jinx him because nope. I've been wrong with everything I've said so far but uh, and now nah, you can't jinx him he's multi-talented no matter if he gets it doesn't that's yeah so So when will they announce do you know i would imagine at the pbr well you got the team things to go through they might not do it till later on i I would think i think they would announce at the finals sometimes you know when when he's done and have the predecessor there yep yep um to take a bow yep but uh i don't know that i I think that would be good pr on their part if they had whoever's going to take his place there and uh, do it. And they, I'm sure they are. And I'm sure they got it all worked out. But. Okay. <laughs> all right. And then uh, we got a bit of sad news this morning. Uh, Larry Mahan, eight-time world PRCA champion, um, Priority Hall of Fame cowboy, passed away last night. Yeah, when I read that today, it was very sad on uh, uh, no, I don't know Larry. I have met him a few times, but don't really know him on a personal level. Um, he came to one of the rodeos I did when I was first starting in the business, uh, mm-hmm. not competing, but as a in a sponsorship type 
scenario. Oh, okay. And uh, okay. he, uh, yeah, just incredible talent. Incredible. You know, just, it, it's hard to say at this day and age where he would be, but uh, he was a winner and a thinker. You know, his knowledge to how to, how, how to win. You know, not just in the arena, but getting the more rodeos, you know, mm-hmm. uh, airplanes and uh, every different aspect you could think of to, to get places was pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So keeping him in, so, our, in our hearts and our thoughts and our prayers. Yes, and his family, you know. Family. I, I, yeah, it's just, just a tough deal for the rodeo world, but mm-hmm. we all age and Things change every day, and it doesn't doesn't mean they change for the better. Right, right, right. Okay, final question of the day. How's Colton? Where is he? What's he doing? Well, Colton is on his way to Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. Um, he's out there tomorrow. Okay. Why they left it early this morning, I don't know, but uh, it's a lot different taking horses and doing that stuff than it is jumping in there with your written bag and your saddle and going. He is going to be gone out all week. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't get his itinerary because mm-hmm. he doesn't give that to me. You no, know, that, no. that, that's too much information for you. you know? <laughs> no. He just, uh, 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 where are you going tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, he, he's, he's headed to Corpus Christi today, yeah. and uh, he's going to be out all week long. So when we do talk next time, I might have better updates for you Uh, (laughs) all right perfect his horses that he's been riding i'll be taking care of them okay uh, they're doing really well yeah Uh, yeah had his mother video he was standing up on a three-year-old's back trick roping and that was one of the barrel horses i said that's good yeah yeah "Yeah, that's good (laughs) yeah so just to be square he's out or to be fair he's out he's out uh rodeoing your home feeding horses some things never change. Some things never change. And All right. Let me tell you. Yeah. Mike and I talked about that the other day. You yeah. Know, saying goodbye, Dad. See you later. Yeah. And uh, I didn't think of it, you know, but Mike said, yeah, but you you were working for, for him then, not for, for us. Right, right, right. <laughs> so now we're working for the kids. That's, that's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly yeah. right. All right. Well, thank you for a great conversation today, Sam. Safe travels as you, uh, if you make that trip up to New York this next week. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate it. And it's been a pleasure talking to you. Me too. This is Beyond the Shoots, where we discuss New York rodeo, the people and the places they take us. Our next podcast guest will be Betty Johnson, the creator of the New York Rodeo Museum Facebook group page. I invite you to join her group. Let's help her record New York rodeo history. And until next time, this is Doug Simcox. Thank you for listening.